We're continuing We just started Klag Gimel. We're looking, learning Simon Aleph. The Chayyim has told us a important point that there's scenarios where a person is allowed to give a non-Jew uh, work to do, which the, the non-Jew will do on Shabbos, and it does not go under the, the, the prohibition of a mere lachem. He's told us that there's going to be eight conditions which have to be met to permit that. So some of them are going to be an issue of it's considered that the person is directing the non-Jew to do work and it's problematic. And some of, them are, some of them are going to be based on the problem of Maris Ayan. So now we mentioned Maris Ayan really has two elements to it. Maris Ayan has there's a the appearance of impropriety. So it looks like you're doing something wrong and that's a problem. And Maris Ayan also lends itself to the fact that the appearance of the non-Jew working for the Jew so that undermines what we wanted to accomplish, like the Raman says, to make clear that the non-Jew should not be perceived working for the Jew, which undermines the, the sanctity of Shabbos, and therefore eventually, it leads to people taking Shabbos lightly and doing Amir Malacha themselves. So Maris Ayn over here plays a very big role and we're going to see the, see the different points. So the first point that the Chayyim says, so again, the Chayyim said, that, a person can arrange with a non-Jew about Malacha, on Arab Shabbos, even immediately prior to Kabbalah Shabbos, and he knows that the non-Jew will do the work on Shabbos, that's still going to be, be permitted, but dafka pi oifanim elu, dafka and under these circumstances. Number one, aleph shloyasim abeisisro. This this work has to be done not in the base the base Israel or a base Israel. It has to be done uh, outside, away from the, the Jews' home. Shal kaponim yotzi akelim abeis Israel kadem shabbos. And furthermore, not only does the mloch have to be done. Outside of the Jews' home, uh, the whatever materials which are going to be involved in the process, which the non-Jew is accepting from the Jew and receiving from the Jew, have to be removed from the Jews' home before Shabbos. So, if the Nachi wants to show up, the non-Jew wants to show up late at night to pick up the items and then proceed to take them elsewhere and work with them, it's going to be problematic because since he takes the materials from the Jew on Shabbos, it looks like the Jew has directed to him given the directive to him on Shabbos. And the Jew may not give the directive to him on Shabbos. All, these, all of this has to take place, all the arrangements have to take place before Shabbos. Here, there'll be a, a, an appearance that the arrangements are taking place on Shabbos. And that's going to be problematic. So that is a concern of Maris Ayan, um, that if it's done by Israel, it looks like it's going to be, the Jew is directing him to do it. And even to, to take the materials from the Jew who's home on Shabbos, again, it looks like the Jew is directing him to do it while it's on Shabbos. Um, I may just clarify that sentence. Not that the Jew is directing to him to do it on Shabbos. The Jew is directing him, comma, while it's Shabbos. The Jew is telling him on Shabbos to do the work. Whenever he does the work, if the Jew tells him on Shabbos, it's a problem. <clears throat> so both are problematic. Uh, this arrangement has to be done if the non-Jew is being paid. Uh, so when the, when the non-Jew is being paid, 
his primary focus is not the Jew, it's his money. Whereas when the non-Jew is not being paid, he's doing it as a favor for the Jew. His main focus is, I want to help the Jew, I want to do something for the Jew. So when he wants to do it for the Jew, we look at him as being much more of an extension of the, of the Jew. When he's doing it for his pay, we look at it primarily, he's doing it for himself and not for the Jew. So the concept of shlichus, that we look at the person as an extension, is diminished and minimized by the fact that the person, the non-Jew, is receiving payment. Uh, each one of these points, will, we will get more cl- clarification as we go along. Okay, that's number two. Uh, number three, Gimel, Shloyiyah, El Bekablanus. So a person can accept a job to do in, one of, in, in multiple ways. One of them is that the person is Bekabal, he accepts the job, which means he's a contractor, he takes over the responsibility for the job. person hires a plumber, he, the plumber is to, to install uh, something in the bathroom, a shower, a toilet, a, a vanity, that's the job. The job belongs to the non-Jew, or to the, to the plumber. So he's not working for you. He's not a hired worker who's working for you uh, per, for the day. He's here for a specific job, and that's it. So when the person has undertaken the job, now the job belongs to him, so he's working for himself. The person is hired to be the worker, to be available for you for work for the day, so that he's working for you. So this, again, addresses the shlichus concept, how do we look at whether the person is an extension of you or not. So that's the first three conditions that the Chayot mentions. And Mr. Shemuel, we will continue to clarify more in the upcoming shiurim. Upcoming shiurim and meanwhile, have a good day.